0: Hey Tyler
1: Hey Jay
0: <laughs> It's
1: been so long Oh my goodness For us
0: We are back in Studio South Yes and the uh, cold It has legitimately been um, One month Since we recorded anything Yeah That's true um, And it has been since uh, I think since 2019 Since we recorded In this studio certainly But in either studio I think the last one we recorded In a studio was Izzy Yeah and that was yeah. was that in January, that might, or maybe December? It'd have been December. Yeah, <laughs> if it was in January, it was like early
1: January. Yeah. It's been a while. Now let me start. It's been a while. Let me start by saying this: uh, the last episode that yeah. our dear listeners listened to, yes, was uh, the Right Reverend Doctor Honorable Rob Bradford. I'm yes. going to give him all the titles, Master, Master Bradford. Uh, which I slept through, yeah, because uh, I'm awesome. So, part of me wanted to try and like make it more altruistic than it was, and say that I abdicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for that one particular episode, I was just tired. To my detriment.
0: To, but like, you should have been tired. And we almost like I felt bad recording that, but at the same time, I felt like we have a unique opportunity here.
1: We need to we need to push through. I'm willing yeah. to be tired, and boy was I. <laughs> But yeah, I, I want. Like, I did kind of want to hear some of the edit the the editing room floor of that episode. That one to see. actually, the
0: the the one before it, the anger, yeah. one was a hard edit. Yeah, I mean, that, we were a, all a over difficult the place. edit. Yeah, we were real loopy. Um, it was also we we didn't. Set, we're working with our travel mics at that point, which means we don't have any headphones, right? And there was a lot of table bumping. There's a lot of so even the audio in both of those episodes. I apologize; is not as good as I want it to. Uh, Rob is a loud talker and he every time I kind of tried to move the mic away he would then move further away from the mic yeah and so that was and the mics that we had were actually uh, area mics yeah and so they picked up everything. everything. And so, uh, an uncredited uh, special guest appearance in, in the theology of white supremacy is Sharon Bradford, Rob's wife, who comes in and does all her kitchen chores. Yeah, was, it was afternoon. funny to listen to it in headphones and be like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, it's very, uh, it's very uh, ASMR experience yeah. that episode. I mean, it still works; like the
1: is still pretty good. But oh, it's still very good. And I, the, it's
0: nothing like the New Wilmington episode, no. which is just gone oh, crazy.
1: crazy. The, the audio on that was terrible. But I, all that was to say. Ha <laughs> Dang. By the by. Uh Yeah. I thought that was my favorite episode of Roughing the Pastor. Yeah, me too. And I'm trying not to read too much into the fact that I wasn't in my favorite episode of Roughing the Pastor. But... No.
0: Well, it was also, it was. My, I mean, I would say very clearly it was my favorite episode. And I, I despite me being in it, I'm not in it. Very yeah. Much. Like, Rob is a an educator who is good at communicating. And, and basically, I just wanted to get out of the way. As soon as he, in the Theology of Anger episode... Um, he said, and that's about white supremacy. We don't have time to go into that. I thought, yes, we do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's make time to go into that. I just want to hear that. So, yeah. Uh, if you haven't listened to that one episode, stop yet, what you're doing right now. Yeah. Listen to that. Well, and I found myself before the episode came out, the weekend before, I was hanging out with some folk and we got into a big discussion on racism and whether racism actually exists in the world, oh, which yeah. is hilarious. Oh, yeah. And then Monday or Tuesday or whenever the episode came out, I found myself going, oh, I wish I'd had any of the ammunition that Rob just gave me in that conversation. So, like, I think it's a very useful tool. Yeah. If you're gonna have these conversations in the real world, to yep. have the language and vocabulary that Rob gave us and the four A's and yeah, well, just and fantastic. I, and, and the
0: four A's, the fact that he came up with that on the spot, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then, I mean, and and uh, I know we we make fun
0: of Jimmy, lot, <laughs> but Jimmy was really important in that whole process. So I really yeah. appreciate Jimmy being there. Uh, he's the one who came up with the anger idea for the first yeah. episode, which I thought was great and um, he had some really probing questions for the second So hooray, thank you all, Seattle. hooray. For that. Thank- uh, hello, Seattle. Hello and uh, but now we're back. And uh, cold,
1: dreary Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, and, and it's almost winter today. I got really excited about that. There's no snow still, but
1: you got one decent snow this year. Yeah, for six hours, and then it all that melted. Was it. Yeah, it
0: was on a Sunday morning too, so we were very excited. Uh, my kids really wanted to go sled. We came home from church, and it was all gone. Yeah, it was spring again, which was very disappointing. Rough. So I have a question for you.
1: I hope I have an answer.
0: What? So we are coming up on something that happens only once every four years. Oh man. Yeah, and it's the Summer Olympics. No, it's not that. It is one of the best days ever. Leap Day. Leap day. So, what if purge
1: style? Oh man,
0: what is there? So, I like the in in Thirty Rock. They they did a Leap Day episode, which is fantastic. It's so good. And one of the one of the best things is like they Basically, it's like a free for all on, on Leap Day. You can do whatever you want. Yep. And what's the Leap Day, Charlie? Leap what's, Day, Williams. Leap Day, Williams.
1: <laughs> with and his gills yeah. as he rides. Oh yeah, the, you oh. See, that's
0: terrifying the very last shot of that. Yeah. But one of the things that they they like they're talking about how they can do whatever they are like livens for March. <laughs> and uh I think that's what they say. <laughs> but uh so uh, imagine that uh again, not that you have to do terrible things, but that leap day's coming up on Saturday. Yeah. Uh the 29th of February. Uh, which is made because the calendar is flawed. Like yeah. that—that's that, like the calendar didn't quite work, so it's catch-up day. Yep. Um. So, and it's on a Saturday this year, so you theoretically aren't working or at school or doing whatever. Like you have time, right? Knowing if in case you forgot, you have a couple days. Uh. So if you had a purge, like you can do whatever you want. Wow. What would you do on a leap day? You don't have superpowers. You can't travel on time, so it's not like that. Just like your regular life, but you can do whatever you want. No consequences.
1: What do you do with a bonus day? No consequences. I, I don't know why this is the answer, but I've always wanted. <laughs> this is so weird. I've always wanted to like swim with the dolphins and stuff. Yeah. So I think I'm busting in the Sea World. Oh. Like just straight now, up.
0: Now keep bear in mind. Yeah, they can you still bite super, me and but, stuff. And you also don't have superpowers. Right. And you can uh, so you have to get to the closest yeah, yeah. Sea World, which is I think is
1: in Orlando. Which that's uh, fine. Okay. That's, so you're getting up
0: early in the morning. Getting on I mean, a flight. Getting on a
1: flight. Going to. Uh, uh, the... Well, just just for fun. And, I'm sneaking on a plight because no consequences. Oh, yeah, I'm just yeah, getting yeah. in the baggage compartment or whatever. Oh. <laughs> uh, flying to Orlando and hopping in with Shamu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Shamu is not a dolphin. No. Okay. Any any of the aquatic mammals. Yeah. Would pass. Um, let me th- 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 let me burst your bubble. I was gonna say, say I know who, that who you have behind the scenes info yeah. on this. So uh,
0: there was there were, have been people who, especially with with the killer whale, with the orca who broke into SeaWorld and got in there. And guess what happened to them? They died? They were killed. Yeah. Because these are wild animals. And uh, especially there was a guy who got in. The The one orca that made everybody upset because um, he killed a trainer. Yeah. Uh, because they're wild animals. Like, right. They, it wasn't mean. It's just like we are very seal-shaped. They're literally they called seals. killer yeah. whales. And so this, this uh, guy... Did some weird creepy thing he was naked. <laughs> took off snuck into SeaWorld, took off all his clothes, jumped in the water with a orca. They don't have video of it, but they do they did show up the next day, and the orca Was just swimming around with this guy naked, draped across his uh forehead. Which is what they will do with seals. Like like how a cat will play yeah. with a dead mouse. They will just put a seal on their forehead and just swim around with it.
1: His crotch was bitten off, so I don't know what well, that guy was doing. There you but go.
0: Whatever he was doing, he it got did. what he
1: deserved. Well, and that's you know I want to be very clear. Yeah. I love my life. Mm-hmm. I love my family. Mm-hmm. I would not want them to go on without me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, in this imaginary scenario we've constructed, yeah, here's how my obituary starts. <laughs> local youth pastor sneaks on plane to Florida yeah. swims with orca found with crotch bitten off found naked with crotch bitten off draped I across. didn't say I'd go naked <laughs> I've got board shorts on
0: uh, and also to burst the dolphin bubble uh, my wife who worked as a dolphin trainer for many years uh, swam with dolphins did all kinds of awesome things I think I should do the video of the yeah. Rocket ride. Yeah. Uh, did awesome things they never just got in and swam with the dolphins no yeah, in the same way that, like, lion tamers don't just get in and hang out with lions. Right, there's... And, and when the one guy did that, he got his face bitten off. Yeah. Yeah, because they're wild animals. Yeah. And, and they, when they play, they play rough. Yeah. And also, when they get annoyed, they don't want you there, and they will hurt you. Yeah. Uh. And so, and they're super nice, but they're also just wild animals, and so you may be
1: able to get away with it, but probably not. Yeah. They'll probably and, hurt you. And knowing me... Even with the no consequences moniker, I would probably dip my toe in the water and call it swimming with the. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah.
0: I would also say that uh, unless you know the animals, like they're going to get freaked out when you get in there. So yeah. they may not try to hurt you, but it's. They're not they're huge. close to me. And as soon as you get in the water, it's not going to be like, this is so magical. You're going to be like, I don't know. I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> Uh, the same way that you would, like, I would love to get in with the tigers. And, but even if you get in with the tigers, even if they're not attacking you, immediately you'd be
1: aware, like, oh, they're huge and they could destroy you. Yeah. For a plethora of reasons, uh, I uh, used to have a favorite animal was my ele- was the elephant. Yeah. That's my favorite yeah. animal. It is slowly being overtaken to the point that I'm pretty sure it is overtaken by the polar bear. Oh, yeah. I would love to chill with a polar bear. Those things are for fish. They will vicious, destroy you. Without yeah. hesitation. They will
0: rip you in half. On, not... Not, and then not like swim around with you across their head. Right. They would just like make you their hat. Yeah, would, the would,
1: zookeeper would not know that anything had happened because I would be consumed.
0: Other than there being blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would not be there. No. You'd be like, why Go is on. it? What exploded in here? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. While I would love to snuggle a polar bear, I don't think that's going to happen yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: I, I think mine would be, um, if I had a bonus day, yeah, with no consequences. This is real late, but it's just—it's just what it is. How good it is in Disney World? Yeah, I, 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 I kind of knew world. that's where you were headed. I love it.
1: I would—I would spend
0: all my time there. I would also—I was just thinking the other day about how how blessed and uh uh, <laughs> hashtag blessed we were when we lived in Florida. We didn't have kids, and we just went to Disney World a bunch, and and we would just go without an agenda. Yeah. Like, cause anytime we go to Disney World now, it's so expensive and it's such an effort to get there that you, like every moment you're there, you're like gotta have fun. Like, you got to make the most out of it. We, I went several times on my own, which is like going to a movie theater on your own and I could just like hang out. Yeah. So I would go on all the rides I wanted, which doesn't take long when you, when you're by yourself and you're going not in the busy season. Right. And then I could just, I could afford to sit on a bench for 45 minutes. I could afford to like go into the nooks and crannies and see all the Easter egg type things that are hidden all over there. And I was was just last night, I was reading a book about Disney secrets again, because that's the kind of thing that I do. Um, (laughs) And just seeing all the places, like if you go on Main Street and you look at all these little details, like you go on this corner, you can pick up a phone, you can hear people talking, like that's the stuff I want to do. Yeah. It's not just riding Space Mountain for 15 times. I want to like go into all
1: the corners really, to see yeah. the
0: little things that are only there for people who are kind of focusing on
1: stuff. Yeah. So I want to go to Disney and just look at the details. The nitty gritty. Yeah. I also just want to take this moment to explain, Ed and I came up with a game for youth group mm. that we only play once a year and I'm so, or no, once every four years. Yeah. Oh, is it Leap Year Day? It it's leap called, called day? Leap Day. Yeah. It's the name of the game. So uh,
0: technically, you—you oh, wait, you have it on Wednesday. So you're going to be playing on the... 20th. Yeah,
1: we're going to play a little early. 7th, this 20th, happened, 6th. I think it was the last time there was a Leap Day. Yeah. It may have been two times ago. The Leap Day was on a Wednesday. Um, yeah, so you're playing on the 25th. No, yeah. 26th. So, uh, <clears throat> so we the, truly sat in our office with the whiteboard and wrote the word Leap Day on the top of the board and came up with this game like there was nothing else. Yeah. It's a little bad now. I don't even know if we'll be able to play this year because of the helium shortage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Let's just linger on that sentence for a hot second. Right. I remember a couple of years ago they were saying that. And I was like, that's a joke. But it's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real You're thing. You're running out of helium. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so there are two teams, and it's sort of like Capture the Flag style. There you divide the gym in half, and when you cross over the other team's side, you can get tagged and be frozen, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. On each side, there are six hockey pucks. Ooh. And the hockey pucks hold down the tail of a helium balloon. So there are six balloons on either side. Yeah. Right? Under these hockey pucks. Your goal is to sneak into the other team's zone, kick the hockey puck, which will then release the balloon. And the other team's defense is to leap... To catch ah. the balloon and bring it back oh, down. And then like you have that. like five seconds to put the hockey puck back. So like you try and kick the hockey yeah. puck as far away as you oh, can. I like that a lot. And then when you're out of balloons, yeah. the
0: other team wins. And then you have balloons that are on the ceiling for the next like three weeks. Our property manager loves this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: do it. yeah. It's a great game. That's and again, an awesome game. once
0: every four years, that's it. So another variation on that, though, you could, be, uh, you could do uh, human Mario Kart. Oh yeah, yeah. When you run out of balloons, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. And and have everybody
1: like find a way to like tape them to someone's back, and you just have to chase <laughs> each other around and try to pull them off. Yeah. That, oh, that would be so great. But I love that there's a game that is contingent upon the helium shortage in you our should, country right you now. You should get
0: yeah. I mean, you should. Do you have those little scooters? You know those little scooters? Oh yeah. Do you have those little scooters? Oh yeah. So that should be your Mario Kart where everyone's on a scooter. <laughs> they have three balloons taped to their back. And you just try and get and rid you of the just balloons. Try
1: to grab them, pull them off.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'd be great. Anyway, well, I'm Jay. Wait, well, wait, wait, wait. Before we uh, do something for Leap Day, don't forget. This is your last chance. Yeah, this is it. Because it's not going to come back for another four years, and who knows if we're even going to be here in four years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair <laughs> point. <laughs> All right, uh, live so, like it's your last Leap Day. Uh, yeah, live, live each day like it's Leap Day. Live yeah. It's for March.
0: I'm Tyler. Uh, I'm Jay, and this is nothing that's faster.
1: So uh, there's been a running gag uh, in the in the uh, roughing the pastor world in that we recorded a whole mess of episodes in one shot. Yeah. Uh, right when I began in the new year, going yeah. uh, back towards. Hence,
0: hence, the lack of recording for such a long time.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. We did a big chunk. This one's fresh though. This one's gonna come out like three days after we were. Recording <laughs> right. It, really so. true. Uh, so I, for the new year, uh, I had decided to undigitize my life a little bit. Hey. Um, Analog. Analog it. Uh, I used to do, I think we even talked on this podcast about this app called Things. Yeah, um, and I got it immediately, and it's very helpful. And I've ditched it. I'm I'm really good at ignoring it. Like everything, I'm good at ignoring (laughs) it. Well, that's exactly right. So Things is an app that you can really highly automate your to-do list. Um, It's very helpful. Until you get good at ignoring it. Yeah, well, like everything. Right. I I think that we are,
0: uh, if you're... (laughs) Not to keep leaning on the Enneagram, but if you're a nine yeah. and avoiding conflict, that also means you're good at ignoring things that you're supposed to be doing. Oh, man. Yeah. Like the best. We are professional yep. procrastinators. Yep. Well, uh, and, and another part of the nine thing is it's not just like sloth in the general sense. It's you're good at doing other things that are also good, Yeah, but not what you're supposed to be doing. Right. So we don't distract ourselves, or at least in my experience, it's I'm very seldom distracting myself with something that is not helpful but it's something that doesn't need to be done right now. Yeah. Like I may have something due today, but then there's three other things that are due in a month. And I start, and I get real productive on something that's not at the top right. of the agenda. Right. Yeah. Which
1: oh, just, I mean, to this point, I haven't done a post for oh, class. Yeah. Yet I haven't other, yeah. I better get on that. Yeah. Um, so right around the beginning of the new year, it's a kind of a fresh time to start over. Um, and, and lean into some new habits, and I remembered that I had before been in the habit of bullet journaling, yep. uh, which I discovered—I don't even know how I came across so
0: it. So, to the layperson, yeah, explain what that is.
1: So, Ryder Carroll is the guy that came up with this. Oh my goodness, you know a little more than I
0: thought. Yeah, there's yeah, a, no, so there's
1: a full-on story to this. Uh, he has a YouTube video. I'll—I'll I'll send you these links. Wait, so Ryder Carroll. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now there is
1: like uh, there's now cow- there's cowboy shoot. music playing in the background
0: just, <laughs> just because. This, <laughs>
1: Let me let me make sure that's acu- accurate. Um I'll look it up while you explain. Yeah, yeah. So uh he came up with this um this project called the Bullet Journal. He has uh A D D um and, and just needed a system that worked for him uh and tried apps and tried uh confirmed, right? Confirmed. Right, okay, okay. Yeehaw! Um, but anyway, so he does a video that I'll, I'll send to Tyler to put in the description because it's such a great overview of what it is. It's like three minutes long. Nice. Um, but it, He's so, got a book on it. Yeah, I've read the book. Oh, wow, my goodness. Uh, and it. Do you have it? And, uh, on the Kindle, yeah. Oh, sweet. The book is, it gets oddly spiritual, and I'll come back to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, because at first, when I first came across bullet journaling, it was almost exclusively a productivity tool. Yeah. Like this is how you get through your day, your week, your month. Um, yeah, so he started the bullet journal company, but he's very clear like they sell a bullet journal, you, oh. it works in any notebook. Yeah. Um, which I had the current so, notebook so I have, again, I don't like to love.
0: clarify. This is just a method of right journaling, yes, and not even, I mean, journaling is so it's not even like keeping a diary, it's a method of organization using a notebook,
1: right? Yeah, right. Uh, so I'll, I will show you my system, and that's the other part of it. He. He makes it very clear. This is really customizable. Yeah. Um so like if you have an app that you love for, you know, tasks or whatever, you will inevitably come across something that you're like, ooh, I wish it did this yeah. and it doesn't. Yeah. Bullet journaling, I've yet to come across something that I'm like, oh, I really wish it could yeah. help me with this. Well and again,
0: um, it's I mean part of that is that it's a method. So right. it's really it's customizable in that there's no you don't subscribe to anything or sign on to anything, even though there apparently is books and journals that you right. can do to it. But it's just a, it's just a, a blank notebook will do this for you. Yeah.
1: And some people, like, if you don't, last thing you should do is go on Pinterest and search bullet journaling. Last thing you should do is go on Pinterest. <laughs> I enjoy Pinterest for Pinterest some Pinterest
0: is things. great, but Pinterest is not focusing
1: no. at all. Oh, no. Yeah. this is the, Pinterest is my TikTok. Yeah. Pinterest is to Jay as TikTok is to Tyler. Oh, man, wait. Let me give you the TikTok update. <laughs> So Is it still on your phone? No, it's on your phone right it's now. It's off my phone right now. Yeah, I,
0: I, I was uh, so I found out that the phone. I mean, I've known this for a little bit. But iPhones can do wonderful things. Um, they can. You can limit screen time to like so the, your phone basically, all the apps will shut off. Shut off to the point that like if you do it, it says like you've used your time for today. Do you want to use this? Like it really. You can always override it really easily, but it asks you. And I said. TikTok specifically, you can set specific apps then to do it, so that I only get an hour a day. Yeah, and I burn through that hour. <laughs> it's the
1: time travel thing. So I currently don't have it on my phone. I'm sure I will by next week have it back again. Parentheses. Yeah, this is a piece that you could cut out or leave in it depending on how you want to deal with it. Yeah, I had an interesting challenge with my youth group kids a couple of weeks ago, where I average on my phone about an hour and a half of screen time, just. In general. Really? Yeah. Like I don't. For the day? For the day. Oh, my goodness. I don't use my phone much at all. Wow. My kids, my youth group kids are pushing seven, eight. One kid has 10 hours a day uh, of screen time on the phone. So I gave them, these two kids in my youth group, I gave them my average for my whole phone. Yeah. I restricted their social media apps to that average. Oh. And it drove them crazy. Yeah. They couldn't handle yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? I guess so I just don't is, use my phone much. Yeah.
0: Here, so I am down. Uh, my current thing. <laughs> I am down 34% from last week. Yeah. Because it took TikTok off my phone. Uh, my daily average of screen time, three hours and seven minutes.
1: See, that's still, I think
0: that's respectable. I It think, is respectable. Also, a lot of it um, is...
1: Um, uh uh spotify right a whole lot well, and maps and stuff like that skew the numbers uh but i also think my oh, screen time twitter is
0: actually pretty high i need to get off twitter. <laughs> twitter twitter then Waze, then safari then messages then instagram then spotify
1: oh man speaking of twitter we're off the beaten path we'll come yeah, back in yeah, a minute yeah. i promise i'm all in on don't use plastics during Lent. oh yeah oh yeah what a brilliant idea Please join us. Yes. That's I, so I good.
0: someone tweeting about that, some Lutheran. And so, uh, and I don't know if it's a worldwide thing or if it's just a Lutheran thing right now, but the uh, no single-use plastics during Lent. So Lent is, by the time, you're going to hear this on um, the Monday before Lent starts. Yeah. So you're right in the heart of Mardi, Gr- Mardi Gras. <laughs> uh, you're right before Fat Tuesday, or you're on Fat Tuesday, depending on when you listen to it. Yeah, right. Uh, the whole idea of, like, don't use single-use plastics during, and so that means... Um, yeah, run us through what single use plastic single-use would be, plastics is. Single use plastic is any plastic that you would use once and throw out. Yeah. So it's like a water bottle, mm-hmm. a, a pop bottle, mm-hmm. like a straw, a lid for a cup, any anything, basically anything you would throw out. Yeah. Like that's a, and most of the stuff, like the packaging that you get, like you buy turkey at the grocery store and it comes wrapped in plastic. So um, to avoid that, you would, get like get the deli meat yep. and they're still going to put it in plastic like that's right the, so
1: we it's hard it's so a so hard challenge this,
0: this is this is even harder than going like vegetarian for six weeks yeah it's and and the goal is not that you do it perfectly the goal is, this is not whamageddon right this is uh, <laughs> which i won by oh, the way man, i still can't believe that that is yeah. that is unreal uh but now since you only listen or you spend one hour and a half on your phone maybe that's why um uh, the uh uh, so the I mean, really, the challenge is to see how how hard it is to not use plastic, and that will help. One, it's it's a spiritual exercise. This is the best. The whole reason why we do Lent, the whole reason why we give stuff up, is to recognize the blessings that we have, and to recognize the challenge of um doing a practice. Yeah. So doing any practice when done in a devotional sense. Is spiritual. Yeah. And so it may seem silly. And a lot of times we do it just because we've grown up doing it. So a lot of people give up chocolate or give up soda or something like that. Um, And there's nothing inherently spiritual or negative about chocolate or soda. Like, so it's not like you're giving up a vice, but you're giving up something that's a regular part of your life. Right. Uh, This is something that everyone uses. And so I would highly encourage if you haven't picked something to give up for Lent, or if you've never given up something for Lent, or even if you don't even celebrate Lent, challenge yourself over the next six weeks to use as little single-use plastic as possible. And you will find every interaction that you have with anything outside of your house is single-use plastic. And probably 40% of the things that you interact with inside your house are also single-use plastic. plastic. So... Like I mean, the packages we, the paper towels we get come wrapped in plastic. Yep. Um, If you're buying paper towels, buy a pack that where the each individual roll is not individually wrapped. Right. Um, Try to minimize that, and you'll find it's impossible. Yeah. And so the whole it's a challenge. It's going to be a real challenge. This will be a spiritual challenge, but also it'll make you recognize how much as a culture we use plastic, and maybe we can try to change that. So it is. Um, there is a, a larger ulterior motive in that it may help us to recognize that, that we are people who throw stuff out a lot. And that plastic is not recyclable. Most yeah. of the single use plastic is not recyclable. Um the like soda bottles and water bottles are recyclable, but it's still yeah. uses, and even uh, that
1: is questionable yeah. how much and good it uses an consummate. awful lot of resources to yeah. recycle
0: that. So is it hard to have a now gene? No. Is it hard like so that's not it's not, not using plastic. like use things over and over. And yeah. maybe you may get something that comes in a plastic container, like a plastic, like then reuse you, it. Then reuse it. Yeah. yeah. So what what typically might be a single use thing, use that again. Yeah. So if you get a water bottle, that's a single use thing, use that several times. Yeah. And then it becomes not single use. So Ugh. even that is a
1: practice of trying to reuse stuff. So that yeah, that's the tangent. That's the challenge. Speaking of spiritual practices, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> bullet journaling. Uh, so again, I recommend. Uh, take a look at Ryder Carroll's video on this, but I'm going to walk you through my bullet journal just because. Uh, again, it's so customizable. Mine's a little bit different than everybody else's. And um, to to uh, to let people know, this is just a normal notebook. This is a, like a Moleskine notebook. Yeah, but, I but actually you can do this in any notebook. You can. I have grown to hate this particular notebook, the physical notebook, yeah. uh, just because it's falling apart on me. But I choose the grid notebooks yeah it it makes the system just a wee bit easier to i have been
0: in on grid for like 10 years so i i highly recommend for everybody a grid notebook all the time yeah all my notebooks are Grid notebooks so, uh, they're pay- also super easy to find. They used to, you used to have yeah. to work a little harder to get them, but they, they're so you around. don't have to spend $30 on a Moleskine to get that. You
1: no. can do, like, honestly, I was, uh, shopping for supplies for our confirmation retreat this weekend yesterday at Office Depot and yeah. they have those, uh, composition notebooks yeah,
0: for like a dollar
1: in grid now. Yeah. So like you oh, could yeah. stock up on They've been a been there whole for, bunch that's of a, my notebook is that I think that's my next move. Yeah. So anyway, uh, page two, cause I didn't do anything on page one. Cause again, this notebook sucks, yep. uh, is an index. Essentially, it's a table of contents. So one of the big keys to bullet journaling, uh, and the stickers too, right? One of the big keys to bullet... Wait,
0: I'm I'm showing uh, my my composition notebook. And this is, since I've been in ministry, so for the last 12 years, I start with a composition notebook that is a grid notebook that, again, costs less than $5. Yeah. And you can get these just grid-ruled or quad-ruled. So this whole process can be done... Very oh, very cheap, five bucks. Yeah, even my field notes books, which uh, which I'll talk about in a second. Yeah, uh, those are too.
1: I do supplement. Yeah, so uh, the index. Uh, one of the big keys of bullet journaling is you got number every page. Yeah, uh, and then you have to log. So there's some work. There's the, some prep going oh, on yeah. with this. Yeah. Well, I number as I go. So like right now i'm up to page 86 yeah. if but you, you could page, number the,
0: the, the page number is not going to change yeah, so right. you
1: could if you were someone who really likes the process of getting things ready if that helps you yeah you can just number the whole thing go for it yeah uh but then you have to log every single thing you do mm-hmm. um with some exceptions so in like, the front yeah in or the very in the back? front okay very front uh and i left four pages for index see i i uh the just as a as an adjustment to this uh
0: that when i had first tried to do this and heard about it i actually heard about it when i was doing my doctorate when it wasn't called bullet i mean like my one of my professors who was an older guy um recommended this and it wasn't a bullet journal thing because he's an older guy yeah (laughs) he just said you should index i mean in the back basically an appendices that you do the table contents and then if you if it goes longer than four pages you still have all the pages like you can you have you have an uh and you're not blocked off at the back, right? So you start on the back page and then flip, like Keep it goes in reverse, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, index comes first, and the index would be just like uh, thoughts for like
1: a simple thing of like right. thoughts on youth group for this date, and then put the page number. So mine, yeah, I'll just read through a couple. Uh, coaching call uh, tw- dated January to second twenty what I took on that, and then it just says the page number, right? Yeah. Uh, our our trip to San Francisco got its phone. Uh, revitalization class from pages 42 to 46 yeah. all my notes from that class are in there nice which i'm going to come back to that this really shown in that class together yeah. uh, as a process so yeah just quick little hits of this is what it is page six uh i'm a nerd i've got i worked through a coaching co- program thing a couple years back and one of the outcomes of it was a list of seven personal vocational values nice uh, seven things that like I live into in work and in life and what in faith. Do you want to share that? Can you share that? Oh man, I'm going to okay. give you the, the, so each has like the value and then like a description. I'll just yeah. give you the, the values themselves. Number one, my family comes first. Yeah. Number two, it is a Christian imperative to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ in word and deed. And you came up with all these. Yeah. yeah. Did, what were you doing that? This made was you the, uh, youth ministry coaching program with okay. Mark Ostriker. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three, I am called to create space for worship worthy of our Almighty God. Nice. Four, I will expand the walls of the kingdom. It's hard to read into this microphone like this. I yeah. should sit better. You were in super cash. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, I will. I want to expand the walls of the kingdom as a creative artist. Uh, I am yeah. deeply committed to seeing God's justice in the world. I dedicate myself to bringing some. Uh, 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 I dedicate myself to bringing a sense of fun and excitement to everything I do. And seven, I carry a responsibility to pass the love of ministry on to others. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, were, were you tasked with coming up with seven? Or was there a limit no. on how many? No.
0: So you could have had 40. Could have had,
1: yeah. Well, at some point you kind of get, it the idea yeah. should be hypothetically you yeah. would have these memorized um, or that you could just spell They're them like off. are like pillars. Yeah. Like the, the.
0: I mean, in Islam, there's the five pillars. Right. Uh, in Buddhism, there's six, seven, something like that. Even in in, uh, Christianity, there's the two greatest commandments kind of thing. Like there's pinnacles to to be formational.
1: So even, so bullet journaling could be your calendar. It's not for me. With my family, it's just easier to have a Google calendar, so I separate that out. But part of these vocational values is I color code my calendar Mm -hmm. to these values Mm -hmm. so I can see at a glance, like during my work week, I'm spending too much time on... You know,
0: proclaiming. each of these tasks meet one of the requirements. Oh, I like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I got to listen back to this episode to try to do this stuff. It's fun. And then I set annual goals. Anyway, so then next page, page eight, is the future log. Um, So you divide into six uh, over two-page spread. Future! Yeah. So Um, it's like, one day we can fly in cars and teleportation well i'll show you how this all works okay, in a bit okay. it's it's good though it's really really good even just looking at it now this is really really good uh so i have a block for february march april i started this in january yeah so february march april may june july of 2020 is my future log and, and this right now is one of the rider yeah this is still his system yeah okay. uh, this is not the customization yet then so wait explain future log a little bit so i will it's 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 a hold that thought. Put a pin in future. We're coming back to it. We'll swing back around. Yeah. Uh, Next page for me, and again, this is where the customization comes in. Is my 2020 goals. Wait a minute. I have a non sequitur out of nowhere. Yeah. So rage against the machine. It's
0: touring again. Yeah. And they're coming to Pittsburgh. You want to go? I I did want to go. Guess how much tickets are for this socialist band? Five hundred bucks. Uh, yeah. The cheapest ticket you could get was 170. Oh gosh! So guess what? I'm not going. To. Yeah. Guess what? I am going to Ben Gibbard, oh. April 26th. Oh yeah, we were talking
1: about that. Yeah, it's happening. I'm going to Caroline Rose, and then they might be Giants. Oh. Look at us
0: falling into our buckets. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Dave Matthews tickets go on sale today. I'll be back oh. after a break. I do want to go to Dave with you at some point. Oh, I haven't been to Dave in a while. Man. I, do, I do. Yeah. I we'll do make,
0: like. We've talked about my falling away from Dave, but I've never. I never stopped. I I don't dislike Dave I just stopped caring
1: If you want to be And I would be happy to care again My wife really does not like concerts And so I always have to have a concert buddy If you want to be my concert buddy I would definitely love to go to Dave with you Because I need to go back with someone who loves it
0: again Oh I went to probably uh, Eight Dave concerts In my life I couldn't tell you how many Like it's Yeah All all of mine were in a 10 year period Yeah Starting in like 1998 No I've been to like all of them Okay Yeah All right uh, Anyway Back back in right.
1: So So this again coming on fresh on the new year I didn't quite do resolutions but I did some goals so I have uh, the first goal is to ride 2,500 miles on a bike uh, so I made this little grid I'll show Tyler but you know again maybe we'll take pictures you should have of this. done
0: 2020
1: <laughs> that would have been miles on a bike yeah that would have been good yeah you can still uh, change it You can change it yeah uh, but or I, at least recognize
0: when you get there. Yeah, like make that a milestone. That's so you're thing. still going for the 500, but when you get to 2020, yeah, then you have to like put on a Happy New Year hat.
1: We're, we'll celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm way behind, but so I made this little grid where each uh, square equals 10 miles, oh, nice. and I just cross them off as I go. So, need,
0: I need to remember to take some pictures of this.
1: Yeah, like
0: for the for
1: the for the gram. Uh, trying to set aside thousand bucks for an emergency fund, uh, just to have lying around under the mattress. Yeah, I've got squares for that. Uh, pay out some debt. Speak out three times is one of my goals this year. Uh, to speak at somebody else's event, youth group, church, something. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so one of not those. Like, um, not uh, like speak out against yeah. injustice in the world. <laughs> yeah, yet, right. Like you're on a bus and someone's no. being mean. You're like,
0: I don't think you should do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: And like actually speak out. Yeah. Turn the page. Then we get to and this is back to writer Carol system a monthly spread. So you go down uh, the line and you just write one to, in January's case, 31. Mm -hmm. And then just the initial of the day next to it. And then you just go over big events. I used to do, i just log every single thing that was happening in that month. And that was insane. Yeah, Um, But like big things that aren't usual. Uh, So a committee meeting that doesn't usually happen. Our officers retreat. Our San Francisco class is blocked off here. Uh, as at our church, we have three pastors, uh, so we split when we're on call. Those get highlighted. Yeah. And then you do the goals and tasks for the entire uh, month, and this is where it gets its name. A task is indicated by a bullet, just mm-hmm. a quick dot. Um, a uh, um, so a bullet in terms of like hash marks. And yeah. Stuff, like 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 in an outline. Right. Yeah. Uh, bullet so, points. Right. Yeah. So a bullet point is a task. It's not like fast. That's what I thought it right. was at first. Like <laughs> you're just, you're
0: doing everything fast. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. No.
1: yeah. Uh, so a, a just a dot is a task. A open circle is a event. And then I split with him a little bit. For me, I use, uh, or a dash is just a note. Mm-hmm. Um, I use a triangle because I needed another symbol for prayer stuff. So if yeah. I'm going to remember to pray for somebody, it gets a triangle in the thing. But then each task, the bullet... You could do one of three things with, and this is where the future log comes in. You can cross it off when it's completed, so just put an X through it. Yeah. You can do a, what would it be, a greater than symbol Yeah. if you're going to push it to, like, the next day. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Yeah. each yep. day I go through and do a, a special spread. I'll show you that in a second. But, like, if I didn't get to finish my sermon, Yeah. put the greater than symbol. It's going to push it to the next day. Um, Do you then write it on the next day? So every morning, I go back to yesterday and pull every... So every night, I finish every bullet. There should be no open bullets on your journal at the end of the day. Yeah. And then the next morning, I'll go through and figure out which ones did I put here. Nice. If you put a less than, it's this is a project that needs to be done, but I'm not doing it this week or next week or... I need to put it in the future log. Okay. So the symbols are pointing to which direction you sent them. If the yeah. future logs in the very beginning of the journal. Oh, so you point it back in the notebook, not into the past. Right. Like, like, right. I should have already done this. Right. No, yeah. this is yeah, that's it gets a little confusing, but yeah. you're pointing it back to the future log. So like Well, we, and again, if
0: we're to anyone listening if you're getting in the weeds, this is all a system that should make sense to you. Yeah, right. It but it's a it's it this helps give you a framework to make to make sense for you.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Uh so then I get to my daily logs. Uh so every day I start a new page, um, put the date at the top. I do two things that Ryder Carol doesn't do. I start every entry with gratitude. Hey. Uh so start the day with three things you're grateful for. Gratitude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good old John Mayer. Um but I think that's kind of critical to kind of set the tone for the day. Mm. Um and some days I have them right away and some days I stretch. Yeah. Um but then uh, dive into the agenda. So I will outline with the open circles all the meetings, and I'm not as you know crazy uh, engineery about it as any you know. You could probably figure out the number of spaces between blocks or whatever. But I just kind of eyeball. Noon will be about middle of the page. Yeah. You know, evening stuff will be down at the bottom. Yeah. And then w- this is where I find it helpful is I will put the uh, agenda items for the day in between the uh the uh, appointments yeah um so like i'm going to work on this sermon in between my morning coffee meeting and yeah. my lunch meeting and yeah um and just kind of get a visual like that <laughs> we keep it's been a while since we've been <laughs> in the studio we keep we've a mic sir in front of our faces yeah uh so i do and again, the other thing Ryder Carroll doesn't do then is he does his monthly spread. That doesn't do enough for me because I have so many appointments going on. Yeah. So I have a weekly that goes into, um, and that's usually what I lean off of to populate the day. Mm. Uh, every week I'll sit down on Sunday after church and go through my week. Like what appointments do I have? What events need to get done? Um, things like that. The last thing I added to the bullet journal again. This is just ultra, ultra customization. Is the, uh, you know the Cornell note-taking method? No. I just came across this. Uh, so what you do is you divide the page. Cornell like the college. Yeah. yeah. I think someone there came up with this idea, yeah. and it's freaking brilliant. We already uh, established on a previous episode
0: that we have lots of friends from Cornell. Do lots, we? Lots of fans from Cornell. Oh. Remember we were making fun of Cake Eater people
1: like. Oh, yeah, 20. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all the Shout Cornell. out to the Cornell kids. Uh, <laughs> thanks for your note-taking system. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, so, you can just Google this. It's Cornell Note... No,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Google that. Just hold Cornell the microphone. Nort, yeah. Yeah. Cornell Note Taking.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, But at the top, just to visually or to audibly describe it, I leave four spaces for a heading with what the title of the notes are and the uh, date, and then I use about seven spaces of this particular notebook, just like, I don't know, maybe a third of the page. Uh, and draw a line down there. And that's my agenda going into a meeting. Okay. So I write down what questions I have to ask, what things I need to get out, things like that. Then the two-thirds section is uh, the notes of the meeting, what actually happened, what transpired. Ooh, I like this. Um, And then way down at the bottom, I I leave myself like five, six squares for a summary or follow-up. So then after the meeting, when I come back to the office, sit down at the desk, I'll look at the notes again, summarize what happened, and then create new tasks yeah. based on that meeting. Oh,
0: man, that's good.
1: Um, so anytime I'm doing a one-on-one with somebody, uh, if I have questions I need to ask them, things I need to get out, this is just a great way to do it. And then the other thing I do, uh, so I did another one where I was meeting with our good friend Brian Wallace, who needs to come on the podcast to talk to us about the Enneagram. Yep. Uh, but then somebody else came in. Uh, and talked to me about something else I was working on. Gave me a card, and I lose business cards. I think it's the least efficient system for communicating with each other yep. that we've ever come up with, except when you're a bullet journal guy. Hey, you just, I just tape it into the oh my. to the bullet journal on that page, so I've always got. In this case, Ralph Lowe's yeah card right there. Ralph Lowe's my best friend. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. We established that we're best friends. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I never lose the business card because it's just taped right in the bullet journal. I've got a couple oh, nice. taped in. Yeah, like Yeah, we that. should get Ralph on the podcast. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah,
0: yeah. He's my best friend.
1: So yeah, I I don't know. We're two months in. So that was the big joke, you know, at the beginning, is we kept saying every episode how's Bullet Journal and going, and it it was I think three days old at that point. Yeah, yeah.
0: And all of those different episodes were recorded like forty five minutes away from one another. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but I'm eighty six pages and like a month and a half in, and wow, I, I really like it. And, and partly because I think you've said a bunch on the podcast, it's the field notes notebook that says, I don't write things down so I'll remember later. Yeah. I write them down so I remember now. Yeah. Um, so the San Francisco class, I took notes almost exclusively, no, not almost, exclusively on in the bullet journal. Yeah. I didn't use a laptop. I didn't use a, uh, the iPad or anything like that. Yeah. I felt more present in our class time that this time around. Than I think I ever have. Yeah.
0: That was one of the things that the instructor said at the beginning that she really wanted us to not take notes on laptops, Mm -hmm. which I, which, um, like, when you like a laptop, that's a frustrating thing when people are like, I can do this because they're like, you're not as present. But her point was that you can type a lot faster than you can write. Yep. And so you, when you're typing, you can shoot for trying to get verbatim what the person is saying. Yep. When you're writing, you can't do that. And so you have to be present and uh, also like working critically to summarize what's been going on, which the part, the completest in me really gets anxious about that. But, um, the reality is that you're at least more present because I don't, I don't often go back to the notes that I take No, for as much as I take notes. I just put them down there. And so, if I'm taking them down in a notebook, I'm at least thinking about it while I'm doing it. Whereas right. if I'm just typing them down, especially if there's a PowerPoint, I'm just copying down the words on the PowerPoint. And yeah. once I get done, I'm like done with that one, and I just kind of go away for a minute or two into yeah. the next. And you got slide Twitter and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, Instagram yeah. Yeah. and yeah. all that. Where there's nothing in the in no. the notebook. For that. I had yeah.
1: the notebook and I had Thinking Putty, which became the 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 highlight of the class's experience with me. Oh, Thinking Putty again. The that's our sponsor, Aaron's yeah. Thinking Putty. Yeah the best thing ever. But yeah, it, it forces me all of that. It forces me to be present in a way that I'm not usually because I'm trying, I'm constantly filtering what's being said into what I think I need to carry with me. Um, not just in classes, like in meetings and stuff. Like if I, if I'm writing, it's something quick and cause you don't want to be gone. Yeah. Um, plus you don't always have laptops out of meetings, but the reflection of it. So again, my case, there's a bunch of different reflection points once in the morning when you go back over the last day's notes and tasks, how was my day yesterday? What was I doing? Uh, what was important to me? What was not important? Um, in the evening, kind of almost borderline, examine prayer. Yeah. If you're familiar with that process of going back through your day and like where was I close to God? Where was I not close to God? You can tell by what you did uh, and what you you know what you paid attention to and what you noted where God was and wasn't present in your day. Um, and then I've got a weekly reflection. Every Sunday, I go back through the old week's notes and try and catch everything that fell nice. through the cracks and move it over to the next week. Again, another reflection point of like, how'd this week go? Oh, shoot, remember when that was kind of crummy? Yeah, that was bummer. bummer. So one of the big things I'm hearing about this, which is really um, the most attractive
0: thing about it, is that it enables practice. Yeah. By creating a structure, that, which sounds kind of onerous at first. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems uh, overwhelming. Uh, but it's kind of simple once you get the 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 framework down yeah uh and it allows you to be more present in the moment and then especially more introspective and present in retrospect yeah so you can review your day in a very simple way and in a way that uh for me personally like i am i was looking at my notebook my notebook has all the same stuff in it but without any level of organization yeah And that, that I'm constantly taking notes in my, if you've seen my Instagram, you can see my like sermon notes and stuff like that. And occasionally I'll post notes of everything, but I'm constantly writing in this notebook and it's filled with basically everything I do ministry wise is in this notebook. Um, but I don't ever go back to them very frequently. And even if I do, I just have to know like, oh yeah, that was in there at some point I wrote down this note and I have to thumb through and find it. There's no, it's, it's not easy for reflection. Right. And I think that one of the, one of the things that I hear you saying in this that seems the best about the bullet journal is it does, um, it allows you to be present right then, yeah. but then it allows you to be present in retrospect too. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you can see,
1: oh yeah, that's what I did today. And that's why I was saying that his book about bullet journaling, I think it's just called like bullet journal method or something yeah. like that, um, got oddly spiritual. So like you watch the YouTube what is videos. His, what is his background? I'm not sure that I know. Um. Again, he's got ADD, and this was something he came up with to help him get through college. Yeah. Um, And every YouTube video, I watch, he has a quick YouTube channel. It's actually really helpful for this because all the videos are maybe a minute long. Oh, nice. Um, So it's just like, here's how to set it up. Here's how to break in a new journal. Here's how to migrate tasks. Here's how to do stuff like that. Oh, nice. But the book got real heavy into why presence is important yeah. in situations. Uh why reflection is critically important in situations throughout your day. So again, like I you come at it thinking it's this productivity tool to help you make sure you don't forget to do your homework or whatever. But then it turns into kind of this reflective almost meditative thing yeah. um, to well, just help that, guide you through your day. And that's a a great kind of thing to recognize about any of this is that
0: a tool is just that. Yeah, a tool. And and a lot of times we act like the tool is the most important thing, and that uh, and we, whether that's exercise or uh, relationships or like the process, we become obsessed with the process that we don't understand. We don't fo- we don't realize the goal. Like yeah. what is it? Even even in faith, you can come to church and you get your attendance badge for coming right. to Sunday school, but and, if you're just present, yeah, yeah it's just pre- and even if you are like really actively doing all the stuff, if you aren't letting it. Uh, impact your soul impact your thinking impact like if it's just practice then that doesn't mean anything and you could be great at doing a bullet journal but not letting it change you yeah and that i think that sometimes the we can get overwhelmed by these processes um, because the process seems to be the goal that's one of the criticisms um, from the outside that i have of like crossfit yeah, CrossFit. The goal of CrossFit seems to be in CrossFit to be good at CrossFit, yeah. Yeah. and that, and I think that that's what a lot of people rightly have criticisms of the church. The goal of yeah. the church is to be the church, and not to be the church in a metaphorical standpoint, but to be the institution, to support the institution, to give to the institutions so the institution survives. None of that matters. Yeah, None, like CrossFit. The really the goal of CrossFit is to form relationships with people. Yep. and to become healthy. Right. It's not to do as many pull ups as you can. Or to, and at, right. we have a couple of friends who are deep into CrossFit who I'd love to bring in to yeah. talk about CrossFit. Um, I will have to like prepare myself because it does feel like you're having someone come in to sell you essential oils or something
1: like well, that. Well, and that's, but, but I get the, I, I get a sense that there are people, you know, again, to the point that the tool is just the tool and it's yeah. what you do with it. Yeah. Some of our friends that do CrossFit, are exactly that they show up to check a box and yeah. feel like you've yep. accomplished something. Yeah. some of our friends would come in to this room and give like life-changing stories oh, yeah. of they, how they, it totally revolutionized. Yeah.
0: I can think of three. Yeah. I mean, specifically Rebecca DePoe. Yep. Carissa, um, and, uh, uh, and Ralph.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and like that's use the tool. Yeah. Don't just glorify the tool. Yeah. Um, so again, for me and it's early, I hope bullet journaling sticks this time around yeah, um, you you've inspired me. And just
0: looking at, I think that you can get overwhelmed by the tool. Just like I get overwhelmed when I see CrossFit, like that. Kind yeah. of, like I don't have any interest in any of that stuff. I don't need more energy. But the idea of the the end results, like when like the idea of running a marathon, I don't have an interest in running a marathon. I do have an interest in feeling good. Yeah. Like, just waking up and, and having my body, if it's sore, it's sore for good reasons. And that, like, I don't get winded going up and down steps and things like that. Yeah, um, I would love that. Now, the process in the middle seems overwhelming. Yeah. And so I am put off by it. And and there's lots of things about people who get really into that process that can be, you can get real cynical about. Same thing about bullet journaling. Same thing about uh fad diets and stuff like that like if the goal is the process then that's a problem yeah and if the process overwhelms what your purpose is then that's a problem too if you become a proselyte for for bullet journaling without being able to communicate why this is a good process and also without communicating like the goal of the bullet journaling is to get you to this place right where you can see here's what i'm done with my day here's what my goal is for the day uh and here's ways in which i can I can see both what I have done and maybe what I haven't done, but it's not just, I didn't get to these things on my list. You're like You can see the things that you have accomplished yeah. and you can give thanks to that. And and to recognize like, if you can get to that process without bullet journaling, go for it. Yeah, totally. But Well, that's, I'm not that an evangelist for bullet journaling. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. there are people no. for whom, for, I, don't, I don't feel like you've been that. So right. That's, yeah.
1: Um. I, I. And I think part of what I love about it is going to be part of what turns people off is how customizable it is to my needs. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's stuff that ride Carroll does that I don't do. Like it's just not, doesn't work for me. It doesn't. Yeah. I, I don't and need it. And any good
0: system is that way,
1: right? Yeah. Um, so bullet journaling works great for me. Um, if it's helpful for you, awesome. If it's not, use Google Maps or, or not Google Maps. Use Google Calendar <laughs> or to Google task. Whatever. Whatever works. If you can use Google Maps to accomplish the same stuff, go for it. I'd love to have that person yeah. on the podcast. Well, and can... I,
0: to 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 take that, uh, I I think that the that for many people, just like CrossFit bullet journaling, I mean, the church is that. Yes. And I would say. And this is, uh, um, hear this in in the right way that if you can get to that deep relationship with God that connects you to other people without doing the, the standard things of the church, go, go for, it. for it. Yeah. Now that's not to say that the church, it's like when we personalize our, our faith and make it all like, well, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. Like those are, I think just empty ways of, of not doing yeah the community part of there's cop outs yeah yeah and also not doing the committed part like that's saying like well i'm healthy but i'm healthy like <laughs> i don't need to work out to be healthy right well i mean yeah you do <laughs> you do need you to be active do. in yeah. some way you don't necessarily do to do, do exercises or zumba classes or whatever but you do need to be you need to be physically move mobile yeah um And uh, just because you can eat a bunch of garbage
1: without gaining as much weight as somebody else doesn't mean that that makes you healthier. Right. Um, But and and this is to your point at the same token. So like for me as a cyclist and I'm not at all in fit as or in shape as a cyclist. Yeah. But CrossFit would actually in a lot of ways work against the training goals I have. Yeah. Like it's a great system and it will get you healthy, but it would actually work muscle groups and things that I don't. Yeah, that would make it harder for you to be a cyclist. Right. Yeah. Um it's just the body shape of the people that come out of CrossFit are not the people riding in a Peloton, right? Like yeah. it's just two different skills. So and you have to fit it's, Yeah, it's knowing what your needs are, the, right. the needs you have for
0: I mean for some people church may be actually a distraction and a toxic thing, like a traditional church. Yeah. But for most people that's the uh, church is like exercise. Yeah. in that you should do it in some fashion. Right. And the the two main goals of church are to help you uh Know and love God better, yeah. and know and love others better. Right, and so if you just have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, which is a phrase that is very problematic, not in the <laughs> Bible, and even yeah. the sentiment of it is not really in the Bible, right? Um, because that exists outside of community, right? Uh, That's the key word, yeah. Um, that that God is pushing us together, yeah. And if you if your faith does not push you closer to other people, even if you're an introvert. Sure. This is not just to say like, you should be uncomfortable because you have to be with it. No, you don't have to be with each other, but you have to be part of a community in some level. Yep. And if you're not being drawn towards people and perpetually drawn more towards people, again, even if you're an introvert that, that struggles with stuff, you should be caring about how your life impacts other people. You should be caring about how other people impact you. Yeah. And so your actions, even if you are someone who spends most of their time uh, in solitude Still impact other people And so you're And maybe even your indifference Impacts other people So you should be drawn towards Community in that level 100% Yeah
1: So that's the bullet journal Hooray Hooray uh, For those of you That happen to find yourself On the internet uh, And your screen time Is going through the roof Oh yeah Because you just can't stop Tweeting Rough the pastor, or getting on the Instagram machine. But that's community. So that's pastor. a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's that, good. That's, that's good. positive use of your, <laughs> of your screen time. But if you're on one of those lovely social media platforms, uh, what do you use to stay organized, uh, and 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 how has it helped you to both be organized and to be reflective, yep. uh, and, and share share your thoughts and tips? Along the way, again, I I'm not a total evangelist for the bullet journal system. There are some other really good systems out there. So
0: fantastic system, and, yeah. And that's so. Tell us your system. Yep. And it, what are we? And because this maybe the bullet journal is overwhelming for a, probably a bunch of you out there. Maybe you need something simpler. Maybe you need something more uh, more organized, like yep. more less flexible. So what are things that you do? And if you don't have one, even say like I I wish I had that, and I don't have it. Yeah. That's also helpful thing, too. Totally. Uh, I would also remind you, no plastics for let. Yeah, let's do that. Hashtag no plastic for lent. Uh, Challenge everybody. Challenge both of us as well. Uh, you
1: you have a single-use plastic in your hand I right do. now. do, <laughs> right? This very <laughs> second. Yeah, I think the three tools that are going to help us get through, I mean, there are bigger tools out there, but for this, it's a reusable coffee cup.
0: Yep. A reusable Nalgene. water bottle. Yeah. Uh, well,
1: yeah. canteen, whatever. Water bottle, whatever Yeah. got. Whatever you whatever we got. Yeah. Whatever we got. Yeah. And yeah. for the love of everything holy in my life, our family has two cars. Yeah, without fail, whatever car I take to the grocery store has not the bags in it. Does not have yeah. the bags in Divide it. Any other bags car and does. Put, yeah, put yeah. half and half. So I think I might just actually have to go make an investment in a second round of yeah. reusable grocery yeah. bags and just have them in both cars. Yeah, they're not hard to find. No, uh,
0: and reuse those reusable grocery bags.
1: Totally. Uh, I got
0: a thing to plug. Real yeah. Quick. Plug away. So we are. Uh, so it's right here. Oh, hot Physical, off the presses. Yeah, hot off the presses. presses. Thanks, Bartleby. Just handled me this. <laughs> handled me? Close. Hey. I've been handling this
1: paper for you. Dude, I just want to apologize, Bartleby, that we left you for like two months and didn't leave any food in your bowl. Oh, I've been
0: so lonely. You yeah.
1: said you'd be back, and then it's been three months. Sorry, man. I don't even have anything to say. Oh, man. Speechless. All right. Thanks, Barnaby. So Barnaby handed me the sheet. Handled me the sheet.
0: (laughs) Barnaby gave me a sheet here that has a, a thing that I'm doing. Oh. That I want to invite everybody to take part in. This is for the for the month of Lent. I did this the a couple years ago. The month of Lent. The month of Lent. Yeah. I've been handled this for the month of Lent.
1: <laughs> it's like you no, haven't spoken the, into a microphone know, for a for while. So
0: Lent is a season of forty days. It's actually forty six days, but then you don't count Sundays. Yep. Which People don't forget. Don't Boy, forget.
1: I'm gonna chug bottles of diet Coke yeah, on Sundays this Just Sunday use all, all year. the plastics yeah. you can <laughs> on, on the Sundays. Uh, but on
0: Sundays, Sundays is technically a break. But but again, for the yeah, challenge, keep of 40 going. Yet, keep going. Yeah. Uh, but for every day in Lent, this is adding something to my plate, but it's really positive. I'm going to be blogging. Hey! And again, I did this three or four years ago. And uh, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm doing a different song. And I have a playlist on Spotify. Oh, it's yeah. there. So I'm doing a different song every single day to listen to this song, to see, uh, to listen for what God is saying through the song. They are all, I think with the exception of maybe one. Secular songs for whatever what that means. There is yeah. no secular, right. but they're they're right, not. Right. These are not Christian uh, it's songs. It's CCM. No, it's not. There's one that is, but but you wouldn't even really know. Um, and that's it. Yeah. So I have the list. Uh, it, it's gonna hit on Ash Wednesday. It'll be every single day between Ash Wednesday and um, and Easter. And uh, so I'd invite you to uh, follow. Up. Um, every day I'm going to put one on the blog. Uh, my blog is faithisaverb.tumblr.com. I think. We'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. Link in the description. Link in the description. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so
1: follow along, join me and, what, and tell us what you think about it. Just as a teaser, I mean, this probably come out late Monday, early Tuesday. What, yeah. What's the Ash Wednesday? Ash Wednesday is a song by a band called Me Without You, which is yeah. Christian band, but not really.
0: It's called Every Thought uh, Thought of You uh, The topic is devotion So then the first week is devotion Next after that anticipation Then oh, yeah. mystery Then oh, church hey. Then there's a Sabbath day Every Sunday I have a Sabbath song Where I'm not really going to talk about it It's an instrumental song Then the, the week after that we talk Solid. about Empowerment Wonder Perfectionism Ecology Politics Heyo Ooh, Hot topic It's self-improvement uh, So yeah It's all I got the whole thing planned out It's all very organized In a way that makes me happy and I just have to write them every day. Uh, last year, I took off more than I could chew, and then I did, like, theological questions. I got about halfway through because it takes too long. This one, I have plans for it, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so follow along for that. Um, and, and, again, I'll be posting them on Twitter and stuff like
1: that, but uh, uh, if you just follow the, the Tumblr, that's the fastest way to do it. Groovy. Hey, speaking of politics, uh, tune in for our live election night coverage. Coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On a, on a somewhat serious note, and you don't have to go and unpack this a lot, but you used to live in Iowa. Yeah. What's wrong with your state? Oh, well, the the, the whole caucus system is ridiculous. Uh, the, it's not the— so bad.
0: Iowa's fine. It's just filled with white people. It's a stupid state to be representative of anything. The whole process that we have for the for the primaries is dumb. It's also not written down anywhere. It's no. not it's not a law. The 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 political parties have set up the system. They have agreed that Iowa and New Hampshire will be the first. There's nothing that needs to change. That it's all money and power and everything. They can they can create a different system. There should be a nationwide primary that all hits on like one day. Yes. Uh, on a Saturday. Also, yeah. And instead of debates, here what they should do. And if they have like 20 candidates, they should have PBS or some like fairly innocuous thing do. 20 nights, like two weeks straight of town halls. Yeah. And have the same set of questions for each of the candidates. So do a 30 minute thing where you and not maybe not even a town hall just a direct interview here are the list of questions we're going to ask you these and then we'll have uh 20 minutes at the end for follow-up specific to that particular candidate so that we can get a because we are not people who are people of nuance we want someone to tell us something so if you give us just an hour with each candidate so we can hear their they have a way to articulate their platform you can see if they're full of full of crap or (laughs) or if they are someone someone real so we have a good sense of under like that we know what Tom Steyer actually thinks. Yeah. We know what Bloomberg actually thinks, what Elizabeth Warren actually thinks, what Kamala Harris actually thinks, instead of having the political ads tell us what they
1: think. Well, and that's, to, to, um, I'm going to rant and then leave, because I meant just really to make fun of Iowa, but I, I truly, at this moment, am undecided in the Democratic primary. I, I like a lot of people, I dislike a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I am decided, but the person
0: that I'm decided on is not running anymore.
1: Well, right. This is my point. Uh, Even She still would be the best person. The town hall thing is Jeez. interesting. If there was a national primary yeah. in this country, yeah. Kamala Harris and Cory Booker would still be in the race. Yes, because I'm it's sure not about it.
0: money and power. Right now, we're right. not voting for the best candidate. We're voting for the best fundraiser or the richest person. Yep. And that's garbage. Yeah. So i Jay. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to vote for an old white man. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I will, I'm if, afraid. I need, I will I'm if I need to. I'm afraid
1: I've got some bad news. Yeah, no, I know. I know this,
0: <laughs> the other person I really like is still running. Yeah, guy, all right. She's not an old
1: white man. There you go. All right, uh, I've been Tyler. I've been Jay. And this has been Ruffing the pastor. pastor.
0: See you later, everybody.